We wish you happy holidays, whoever you may be. Oh. So Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, or heck, all three. We modernize these jingles for the massive bourgeoisie. Love the updated Christmas carol team. You'd better not judge, you better not hate, you better not bully or discriminate. Progressive Santa's coming to town. Hello and good evening. My name is Josh. I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. And this week for the Christmas special by the Duke of Ice, where the folks who I hope you find the best of the baddest reason and the unreasonable makes sense that nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. How y'all doing this evening? Not nice good, Josh. Cheery. You know what? Honestly, you're coming in a little too quick on these. I want these to really get to simmer and settle into your soul. Oh, wow. What a contrast. Because I thought about leaving. That song is so <laughs> horrible. I thought that Josh couldn't save me any sooner if he tried because it was fucking awful. Did you not hear the part where you better not hate? Because you're sounding kind of like a hater right now. You don't like progressive Santa coming to town? Yeah, let's let this let this go a little bit. The people need progressive Dude, Santa. Progressive Santa's coming to town. He's yeah. fifty different races and all for tax reform. He'll protect all your children. Well, as long as they've been born, you'd better watch <laughs> <like> out. <that>. Too far. <laughs> okay fuck me i'm gonna say that's actually a good joke because even even the other progressives were pretty uncomfortable with like as long as they've been poor they're like oh that's a little (laughs) (laughs) well no he'll only protect them if they've been born because the other one's a viable option like, yeah, but but the but the joke is all the others even that they were too uncomfortable with. I thought that, that was pretty funny. What uh, was the little three finger thing they're holding up when they're coming to the into that song? Uh like the Hunger Games, whatever. Yeah, because at one point they said progressive Santa won't take a peek at Jennifer Lawrence's nudes. How old is this video? Because that is like an ancient topic. <laughs> it's like a ten year old. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> The fat they don't have anything years ago. Santa bringing me hormone blockers. Well, they yeah. wouldn't have pulled that that freaking abortion joke if it was like current year, though. They would have been like, "Yeah, it's totally fine." Like, oh, no that's hesitation. a good point. Yeah. That's the, that's why that joke was funny. <laughs> I, thought, wait, I thought they meant that seriously. Yeah, really, that's so topical. <laughs> oh, that's why that joke is funny is because it was okay back then to be kind of uncomfortable with it. <laughs> <laughs> Now yeah, they're pro-choice, not pro-abortion. That's why it stuck out so bad. Because every other joke is like, okay, 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 okay. It's like, well, that's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all doing this evening? Very excited for the Christmas special. Yeah, I needed to hear about the fifty different race Santa. <laughs> well, it's not just Christmas, right? Isn't it also Hanukkah? It is. Thank you for asking, Duke. <laughs> I was just trying to be inclusive to Bob. We're always talking yeah. about our holidays. And uh, 
the only thing I want to mention about that is because I don't think I saw you guys talk about it in the chat was um, did you guys see that on the first day of Hanukkah, the New York Times crossword puzzle was in the shape of a swastika? Yeah, I, didn't see that. <laughs> I, I didn't think that was real. I thought that was like just a, a made up joke for 4chan or something. No, it's definitely real. And it, the only other time it happened in history of the New York Times was like in 2017. And they said, oh, it was a mistake, and then they'll never do it again. And then it just happens to happen in 2022 when, you know, that kind of topic is happening more. And on the first day of Hanukkah, it's like, OK, well, is it a coincidence or not? Like when I look at the How picture, much? it looks pretty intentional. Wait, that, that kind of topic is happening more. You can just say that there's like more anti-Semitism in the world right now. And it's a serious problem that we should be addressing on the show. Is it? Yeah, definitely. I'm just trying to be sensitive to Bob. <laughs> Okay. Right. <laughs> Josh, I don't one? believe what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's the voicemail number so that people can call in and uh, give me their theories on uh, my next special topic? One eight three three six 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 nine eleven. Again, that is one eight three three six 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 zero nine one one. All right, let's hit it. What's the topic for tonight? This beautiful Christmas episode. All right, would you guys be surprised if I told you that there exists a physical location mentioned in the Bible for the throne of Satan? Um, what? Is this like one of those like Mount Sinai things where they have to correlate it with... <laughs> is this one of those things where they have to try and correlate it with a real location? Or like the modern name? Kind like... Sort of, but like they give a location in the Bible for where Satan's physical throne is. Also, to answer your question, no, I did not hear about this in church. It's definitely right? like in the M Middle East, right? <laughs> I, I, would, well, I would hope it's there. We'll get into that. We'll get okay. into that. Okay. So, but I, I've never heard of that before. No. Duke, have you ever heard of the throne of Satan before? you and I were researching it like this week. No, I hadn't heard of it beforehand. Um, nor had I ever heard of the name Antipas. <laughs> well, I didn't mention that yet, but <laughs> <laughs> so like we all know where like Santa's workshop is. It's in the North pole. Like we know that you would think that as a nation of Christians, we would know that at least there's like an alleged location that it gives for the throne of satan so i'm going to read to you the verse that tells you where the throne of satan is revelations 2:13. i know thy works and where thou dwellest even where satan's seat is and thou holdest fast my name and hast not denied my faith even in those days wherein antipas was my faithful martyr who was slang, slain among you where Satan dwelleth. So first, my first question is, who the fuck is Antipas? They, they mention a guy Good that question. we've never heard about in the Bible right. ever and say he was murdered where Satan dwells, where his seat is. And so that was super interesting. Yeah, so the name Antipas only shows up once in the Bible, and it's that verse. It never shows up anywhere else in there. But he's talking about, like, oh, yeah, my faithful servant. It's like, who? That's. I mean, you can look him up pretty easily, and he's a, a bishop of 
somewhere. We'll get into. Do you that. know where that comes from? Well, yeah, oh, that's yeah. what I was going to so, say. Well, because like it, it should be a title rather than a name, then, right? Given the context of how it's delivered. No, it's a guy's Is name. That, oh, Antipas was okay. my faithful martyr who was slain among you. Like it's saying this was a guy that was killed. Yeah. So I start looking up where Antipas is from because there's this, uh, a, a video came out. This is where, what really got my interest and why I even knew this existed in the first place. Uh, there was a YouTube video by these guys founded earth brothers or something like that, that they were talking about this Antipas guy and they referenced Wikipedia to show that Antipas was a man who was, uh, he was burned at a, at the Apollyon Temple in Lyon, France. Well, Lyon, France, Geneva, Switzerland. It was like in that area, geographic area, which I thought was very interesting. And then a month after that, Wikipedia changed their article to say that he was burned in Pergamum, Turkey. And he was known as Antipas of Pergamum. So... We did a little digging into that because I wanted to see. There's also no reference. There's no reference to why he's in Pergamum, in Pergamum, or why he why he was in Leon. Like there's no other historical account. We just have this one verse from the Bible, and Wikipedia says so. Two different things at different times. So Duke, explain how Wikipedia kind of got where they got. Well, so the thing that we had to look at the video first was when did the video come out? Because that gave us a time frame to know like what the video was seeing when it happened. So the video came out October of this year and I started going back before and it turns out that edit came in in October of 2021 on October 23rd and it stayed that way for about a year. The original edit, the original. So originally Wikipedia just said like the basic Catholic. There's like a Catholic accounting, which is just. Yeah, he was he was sacrificed, but we don't know where. And somebody came in and changed it. Yeah, they, they changed it. The original text said, but um, he was martyred during the reign of Nero by burning in a brazen bowl shaped altar for casting out demons worshipped by the local population. But the article was then changed on October 23rd of 2021 to say by burning in a bowl shaped altar at the Apollon Temple in Lyon slash Geneva, Switzerland. So some guy showed up and he edited this. He didn't give any source and it stayed that way for over a year until this video came out, this conspiracy video. And then within a month, it was removed by some guy on Wikipedia saying reverted malicious anonymous edit on October 23rd, 2021. A ridiculous claim was inserted and used in an Internet conspiracy video to allege Satan's throne is in Geneva, Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> so. Long story short, on this part of it, we don't know actually where Antipas was killed. So we don't know the physical location of Satan's throne because they, it's, they think he was maybe killed in Turkey in the city of Pergamum, but that's actually the, the 
earliest uh, account of that is just kind of made up in like the 900s. Like yeah. early Catholicism, but like a thousand years after this guy died. So we don't know if the Catholic Church just kind of made up a story about him and made him a saint because he's Saint Antipas in Catholicism. But he's the patron saint against toothaches. Yeah, yeah. Say patron saint of toothaches. Cool. Yeah, it also says here, I mean, let's be honest with the saints. Back then, it was like the Catholic Church Funko Pop. They just started collecting them at a certain point, <laughs> and they were probably digging through everything they had. Like, for example, Antipas. He's only mentioned once in the Bible. And here they go. They make a whole thing about him. Apparently, St. Antipas is invoked for relief from toothache and diseases of the teeth. Where the fuck is that mentioned in the Bible? They're literally just coming up with all these different things, the Catholic Church. So, like, there's all this info around it that's just whatever well, like hold, i don't hold know on. what this are means you, are you taking it into account uh like which bible and like which books that have been taken out and stuff like that over the years like we're okay for the bible we're strictly just talking like main canon i haven't looked any further into antipas like in the non-canon books but as far He's as not like, mentioned in non-canon either though okay okay um also duke, duke i I'm, I'm imagining this like renaissance stained glass window of uh, this monk, this bald monk, soy facing, except with like a, a swollen cheek and pointing back towards the statue of Antipas. It's a it's a great image of the early days of the Catholic Church, and I think it really inspires. Uh, uh, shows shows us what you know modernity brings to religion uh, past those old antiquated texts. Imagining right, a imagining a soy face monk. In the Catholic Church is pretty funny. Um, but yeah, to close out the Wikipedia part, it is funny, though, that at 6 a.m., like a year ago, some guy edited this on his phone, by the way, gave no source, left, and then all these conspiracy videos showed up and random, like, different pages started picking this up. I don't know who this guy is, but he sure made quite a funny mess that we spent, like, <laughs> half no, an I hour digging through. <laughs> This really just uh, reflects poorly on the conspiracy theorists because it, it sounds like they have a Google alert for where is the throne of Satan, uh, just constantly on the search <laughs> for the throne of Satan. <laughs> this is this is an L for conspiracy theorists. Yeah, I think, I think honestly, they just were reading Revelations and were like, "What? Say what now? This throne of Satan's where?" And then started looking it up and some random guy had had a Wikipedia entry a year prior and they just like ran with it, not even thinking to check sources. See, but it's, it's that guy though. That's the most interesting because the whole point of this was trying to find a link between two different ideas, which you were going to get into. Yes. And literally the only link is this guy who edited it at like six in the morning on his phone. So that's the funny part is that he yeah, had this guy's hilarious because he found a really interesting way to link two different topics and did it perfectly. So why would him being so let's just uh, so let's just end the Antipas part with almost nothing's known about the fucking guy other than he was killed. And apparently his name would have been relevant enough in like 60 AD to just say Antipas and everyone knew who he was talking about. But we don't really have many writings from 60 AD. So, you know, 
there's not really anything known oh. about the guy and everything that is known about him was made up in a thousand like almost like a thousand years ago for, for, for all the time the bible spends on uh genealogy genealogies i wish they would have done like oh antipas son of uh Jeriacus, son of jeremiah son of what just it gives a little background of this guy not just mention it once and then uh continue yeah, from or there. say the area where he was killed like it may, maybe it was a yeah. famous killing like you know maybe like us reading like satan was but it would be like us being like and the throne of satan is where biggie was shot like you know that might mean something <laughs> right now but <laughs> in the year 3000 that might not mean shit. something <laughs> biggie where the no, fuck is biggie <laughs> yeah who the fuck is biggie is that his name is it, was he a big like, guy <laughs> i think it's a mistranslation <laughs> yeah <laughs> like right now that that's a good enough explanation but in a thousand years that's not gonna cut it <laughs> much as i love the bible uh i i feel like you know there's some things that it just says and it just nonchalantly moves along like it's no big deal it's like oh yeah this is where satan dwells all right, so I'm going to show up with a sword coming out of my mouth. It's like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That seems, <laughs> yeah. that seems really important to know exactly <laughs> where that. I know you know where it is, but no <laughs> one else is going to know. Like, if we go over to Greece and we're like, oh, yeah, it's where Antipas died. They're like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Like, ah, well, you just got to read the book and it doesn't tell you anymore. <laughs> yeah, it, it fucking kills me. So this guy's foundless claim like just completely ridiculous claim of he was killed in leon france the reason that would have been cool and the reason this next part is cool and i thought there was a connection here satan's thrown in this which there's not but now we'll get into the next part is leon france is on the border of switzerland with a little town called geneva now geneva switzerland is where we have cern where we have that, remember that tunnel opening for the longest railway through a mountain, longest railway tunnel through a mountain, and they had the crazy Satan ritual with the guy the goat head and them all coming through the tunnel and stripping and like worshiping Satan and then doing crazy interpretive art to a clock fucking flying around in circles. And do you remember this? We did an episode on it. I mean, that's just that's just what engineers do when they you know finish a project of celebration. Like at, at the shipyard, you know, when when we launch a boat out to sea, that's we, we do pretty pretty much the same thing. Those those bottles of champagne is actually just baby blood in there. That's what that's what they're cracking. Yeah, yeah Bob gets it. <laughs> it. It was wild. So it it's I I would say look Christening. that up. Switzer, Switzerland tunnel opening satanic ceremony. If you look that up, you'll find it. It's fucking weird. Um, so I thought there might've been a connection. That's Antipas guy literally got killed in, with the, within 50 miles of the same place so that they're doing these crazy Satan rituals and where CERN is and where the W, uh, the, the, uh, WEF, the world economic forum is headquartered there. The world trade organization is, is, uh, headquartered there. There's like all these different international committees that are just evil as shit that are all just headquartered in Geneva, Switzerland. And one of the interesting things about CERN is they have, did you guys know they have a, a giant bronze statue of Shiva outside the front of it? Uh, no, like the, the Hindu goddess. Yeah. Yes. 
Bob, pull that up. Like the, whenever like you... he do God of War or something, I think. It, she's a god of a lot of things. Uh, okay. She, he. It's kind of like a guy girl. Did you link the... It's also known as Rudra. We're big on pronouns in this podcast. Did you link the ritual video, Aaron, in show clips? Uh, no, but will you... I'll make sure we do that for the show. We're not going to watch any of it now, so but I will link it so anybody looking through the show notes can find it. Okay. Um, now, the where CERN is built, there is a town that was named after Apollo, the Greek god. Okay, and why? Why would this make any? Why would this matter? They they have a thing of Shiva, a Hindu god, uh, in front of CERN. Uh, and they also had a temple to Apollo there, which is originally where I thought this Antipas guy was burned, but that was all made up. So, <laughs> but Apollo and Apollo and Shiva are the same God. They have the exact same story. They're the gods of the exact same thing. So the, the statue of Shiva's in front of CERN is called the Nataraja, which is Shiva dancing. And it's called, and it translates literally to like the king of the dance or something like that. The king of dance. And um, they're both de- both gods are depicted um, get depicted as like a either a man or half man half woman kind of deal. Um, Apollo was considered the god of music and dance, and before the advent of Christianity, the Greek pagan musicians and dancers worship Apollo as their patron deity. Uh, some of the things. Apollo got changed a few times, like way later. Um, but Nataraja, like I said, means king of the dance. So in Greek literature, uh, divine healer is one of the epithets for Apollo. Um, and then Greek physicians ritually worshipped Apollo before commencing their craft. Rudra or Shiva is also defined as a divine healer. And the Ayurvedic doctors, I'm going to butcher some of these Indian pronunciations, also began their craft by praying to Rudra. And uh, Rudra is Shiva, by the way. But Apollo is the protector of animals, cattle, herds, and shepherds. Shiva is the lord and protector of animals. (laughs) And they both use a bow. Uh, They're both also the gods of destruction in both... both, uh, both religions so they're literally the same god they have like the same fucking story uh i think they even have like rivals one's dying he has a rival is dionysus that are like opposed and then i think the the opposing force to shiva is indra i believe but anyways they're the same fucking god now do you know what other god is also uh basically a carbon copy of apollo like the one for one for apollo Who's that? Satan. No. Because <laughs> Apollo so? is also the god of the sun. And the yeah. and Satan is was the best angel in the choir. Also the father of destruction, like Lord of Destruction kind of thing. Um Satan was the light bringer. Apollo is the god for the sun. He represents the sun. Satan represents the he was the morning star. He's the light bringer. He also in like sun worshiping cults, he's the sun. So they're kind of like, is this like weird connection between Apollo and Satan and Shiva. And they have this big statue of Shiva out in front of CERN where they also just do a bunch of Satan rituals randomly for no reason. Um, so it was kind of this cool connection where you're like, 
what the fuck? The Bible mentions this guy that got burned in France, slash Switzerland, and all the Satan shit is here. But there was no connection there. But because you know, if, I gotta be honest. <laughs> so I want to talk about the the ritual real quick. Not so much the video. Not so much the video. I mean, it is like it looks to be a reenactment of it. You know, I don't think it's actually happening. But what was funny was um, <clears throat> the official response by CERN was, oh, those are just some professionals who let their humor get carried away. So they admitted in one breath that it wasn't like random people, that it was employees of the company. And by the way, it is not a simplistic reenactment. Like they're all wearing robes. They're like lined up around the statue, going through the motions of stabbing a woman in a white dress. They went so far as to put it up in their official FAQ on the website, which is now deleted, but many different articles were linked, <laughs> like frequently asked questions about CERN. One of them, did you do a satanic ritual in front of the building? It's like, well, no, it was a joke that went too far. So it depends on your definition of Satan. My question, <laughs> my question real quick to, to everyone here is, have you ever gotten so carried away with something that you don't believe in at 12 o'clock at midnight and gathered all of your friends to go outside and reenact traditions that you don't believe in. Like, I don't know. I've never done that. Have you ever reenacted a cult just as a joke? We, yes. Yes. We literally <laughs> yeah, reenacted yeah. a cult as a joke at cabin. Oh, yeah. That's, dunk right. On you. that's right. You did. <laughs> to, to, to dunk on in the mug club, the, the original cabin boys. It wasn't like an actual reenactment. Of any like ritual though, like we no, organized we just got a line cult. with sweet costumes, <laughs> right, 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 right. But <laughs> we were really making fun of the cult that had already formed of the people that had originally gone to cabin. Exactly. Yeah, that was that point. But but no, no, I've never participated point. That doesn't in matter. a fake ritual. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but it's funny because all these CERN employees <laughs> did a fake sacrifice of a woman. Um. Yeah, but so here's like, OK, well, no, go ahead. Finish your your spiel, because I'm well, the last I thing so is why questions. I why am I bringing Apollo into this and making all these like connections with Apollo and Shiva to Satan? You know, like that's it seems like loose, right? Like that's a loose kind of that's a stretch. It's a little bit of a stretch to compare all those, right? Yeah. Well, in Revelation 9-11. This is the part that's interesting to me about CERN. <laughs> so it goes, and they had a king over Wait, them. Wait, can you see those numbers the, again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Revelation 9 11. Okay. They might have something to do with why they love that fucking number so much. Again, that's 833 666. <laughs> <laughs> Revelation 9 11. So, Revelation 9 11. They had a king over them which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the oh. Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. And Apollyon was another way to say Apollo. So it was, that is Apollo that they're talking about in this. That's one of the things we're talking about. The Greeks call him Apollo, and they have a king over him, and they, he's the angel of the bottomless pit. What's one of the things that they, a couple of the things in CERN that they keep claiming they want to try to do is open up portals to other dimensions and create a mini black hole. So they literally have 
the equivalent of Apollo as a bronze statue in front of a science facility trying to create black holes or bottomless pits and lit like a one for one with Revelations 9-11. Like there is that. So I thought that the Revelations 2-13 connected with this 9-11 all in this one thing. And I'm like, these people are fucking insane. But this is just Revelation 9-11. That's the only real connection. But it's like they're literally reenacting that verse in the Bible. (laughs) Like verbatim. Okay, so if they're reenacting it, oh, here's a theory then. They actually did the ritual and made that place the the seat of the devil, right? Could that be another potentiality? I, no, I don't think the seat of the devil has anything to do with it. Well, this is more about the, the bottomless pit thing. Well, the bottomless pit, the opening up different dimensions, opening up like a portal to fucking hell with CERN, and they're... That's what I'm saying. That's where all those come from. (laughs) That's where all those come from. That's where all the CERN is like evil as shit. Like, yeah, a lot of that comes from this. The fact that they, that they are literally put a statue of the angel of the bottomless pit, technically named Apollo. They put the Apollo's equivalent in Hinduism as the big giant statue in front of a science lab. Like, why are you putting Hindu gods in front of a science lab? And why are they the one-for-one one equivalent to the god in the revelations doing the thing that you're doing? No one else in the world is trying to create a black hole. <laughs> no one else is creating a bottomless pit. And the one group that is just is like, eh, throw Apollo up there. Throw the god of destruction. Why not? You know? I mean, I'm, I'm confused why they'd want to create portals to other dimensions anyways, because, I mean, Mars already exists. We should be focusing on getting there. That's that's the, like the oh, real yeah. next <clears throat> frontier. And, uh, and then, then there, that's you know a good starting base to go out and meet alien life. I hate you. <laughs> need to add some cricket sound effects to that already. <laughs> <laughs> I timed that perfectly. <laughs> well done. I, I still think the the connection between okay, there's a, a statue of Shiva and like I, I feel like there's one too many steps between Shiva and and Satan. Or you're going from Shiva to Apollo to They're to the Satan. same God. Well, I mean I, that's that's your argument that you're making that you're trying to make. It it's it's like pretty it's like agreed upon by like all religious scholars that those are the same people. Just with is a it? different okay. story, Duke. Can you like? It's can not. You that's that? not my. That's not my interpretation. That is just like a, Apollo being Satan and Shiva being Apollo is not pretty. Even pretty debated. common. Yeah. Shipping. And I mean, if you want to, yeah. if you want to, like mince details about it, like most pagan like deities all have some sort of traits of Satan within them. And Shiva most certainly does have a lot of satanic traits uh, attributed to them. And of course, as they always say in the Bible, there's no other God, but like God says, I know of no other God other than myself. Anyone else is like a false God or Satan. So it's not surprising that a false God would be a fucking weirdo. So that's my, so the God of the sun is literally Satan. I mean, that's another, another, the case for getting to blocking out the sun. Come on, like yeah. just, it's a, it's a, it's a, a bit of a rabbit hole here, man. Josh, you're always knocking it out of the park. <laughs> Helios is Satan. Yeah, like they're 
they all no, he, have Helios that. is the Titan the that came before Apollo, right? But it isn't like God himself associated with like light though too, because it's like you know in every piece of like media, it's like oh you, you see the light and it's God and light is shone upon thee and like exposes the evil within and kind of thing. You know, like it's a powerful He's like metaphor. Everything. He's kind of just like everything. Light in the dome of. Th- Light in the dome of the sky, not like outside there in space. That's the dangerous bad light. Yeah. <laughs> but so just in in summation, look up the weird CERN rituals. We'll put them in the show notes, but CERN, weird CERN murder ritual and Switzerland uh, tunnel opening Satan ritual. And it's just a very odd place that has a lot of also just the most evil organizations that we talk about all the time. Like the world economic forum is there. It's it's crazy. And, and if, if you're the guy who edited that fucking Antipas Wikipedia article, if by some chance, if by some chance, okay, hear me out. Okay. (laughs) The guy that made that Wikipedia edit how much money would you put that he was like on the CERN team or is like directly related to someone in the CERN project? Like that'd be great. It would be yeah, great. That's magic. Like he found the seat of Satan. How do you that's track somebody by a Mac it. address? <laughs> we need to figure that out. <laughs> it would be pretty great. We, we got that. There, there were uh, two edits before him that have a very similar address and they edited the year, uh, like the year time frame, But, um, I have no idea. It'd be really interesting. One last note is the guy who who wrote that condescending comment about removing the ridiculous claim. He's like only edited three things on Wikipedia. And one of them is about like a woman that was murdered. And he was like, added facts and details to the dream she had before she died. I'm like, this fucking weirdo. <laughs> of course, this guy is the one ruining everyone's oh, that's good. So Wait, He took out the he took out the. Antipas dying in Lyon, France, because he it was ridiculous. <laughs> and then he added details to a different woman's dreams for accuracy. <laughs> Before she was murdered. How the fuck do you do that? Yeah. Who's dead and can't collaborate with it? Like she can't corroborate his fucking claim about her dream. Can you imagine, Bob, if I was like, I'm editing a thing about Bob's dreams for accuracy? <laughs> <laughs> he was dreaming about many big dicks, not just one. He's actually extremely gay. There, made it better. <laughs> I hope whoever murders me takes the time to read my dream journal, okay? <laughs> a basic courtesy. I was going to say, to be fair, I do talk in my sleep, so. <laughs> if you are one of those two guys, the dream editor and the guy shitting on the... T- on the toilet, editing on his phone Antipas articles, please call in because I want to talk to both. Yeah, yeah, please call us. Yeah. And, and not just Bobby pretending to be you. Just, just call. <laughs> Although Bobby still do that because it will be funny. <laughs> Holy oh, yeah, shit. That's it. That's, uh, CERN is uh, a weird another weird Satan Apollo fucking sun worshipping cult trying to open up bottomless pits from revelations because why wouldn't they be well that's funny that you're talking about holes and bottomless ones at that because i also am talking about a hole from antarctica one you've talked about before you know which you know which hole of which i speak 
the three holes running the mailroom. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was good. Is it the shrimp hole? All the fucking shrimp in the ice hole? <laughs> what a good guess. <laughs> Wrong. It's the ozone layer. Oh, I thought that's healed. I thought that healed. Thought that's not, yeah, it's not a hole anymore. Well, yeah, it's getting even better, you know. More of a crack in the ozone layer. Uh, there's there's a latest update, but I want to read the condescending beginning of the article because I just I just <laughs> like to know that a man named Simon Twerkington wrote this. <laughs> no way, Twerkington. Uh, Twerkington. Not twer- not Twerkington, Twerkington. Oh. <laughs> oh shit. All right. They're not making fun of us that badly yet. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he says, back in the early 1980s, the fashion for big hairdos was held in place by clouds of hairspray. What few people realized at this time was that maintaining those gravity-defying styles was contributing to havoc high up in the stratosphere. Like, Wait. Hold on. Didn't they try to retru- like kind of back off that cuz they were realized how stupid it is that they were trying to say it wasn't like hairspray that it was all different sorts of shit? It's hard to say at this point. It's the hairspray and the uh, refrigerants, but it's hard to say at this point because most of them are universally illegal across the whole world. So, um I don't know if they need to back off. But just it sounds retarded. Like people, too many people realize how retarded their whole thing is if they say that it's still try to maintain that it was hairspray. But anyways, go ahead. Sorry. Well, if you want to be technical, the problem was the aerosol cans that pumped out the vaporized hair. Uh, how do you say that word? Lacquer. 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 You fucking. Fancy boy that doesn't ever, hasn't ever had to lacquer something. Oh, in his whole all life. right, leave the Duke alone. <laughs> <laughs> My name is royalty. I don't know what you're talking about. What is a lacquer? <laughs> but anyway, sounds like a peasant word. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there's good news from the scientists at NASA. The hole is getting smaller. So let's head out into outer space for a closer look at what's going on. God, this is such this is so condescending. <laughs> but don't take any pictures of Antarctica while we're out there because they don't exist. <laughs> He's taking you along in the taking you along in the journey gives you a little history, uh, brings you out in outer space so we can take a nice clear look at the the hole in the ozone layer. It's it's a quality narrative convention. Just no lower. This is the problem Not I have land with, below it. This is the problem I have with articles is that I, I mean, maybe it started with articles in the first place, but my my mind just thinks of like it sounds like a YouTube video. It's like back in the 80s, like he's already doing like the hand gestures <laughs> and like the hard cuts like it's fucking annoying. Hey, YouTube has innovated uh, many advances in the field of science communication that we, we can't yeah. just deny and the journalists are uh, able to draw from even today. Oh, that's true. I don't know much about this this Torkington guy, but I know he's bald and looks like a slug and has zero testosterone. That's all I know about him. Anyways, what's happening with the ozone hole? That's the sub uh, header that I'm reading from right here. It says, in the final quarter of 2022, scientists from NASA and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration reported that the hole in the ozone layer is continuing to shrink. The hole lies above Antarctica and between... September 7th and October 13th, it spanned an average area of 23.2 million square kilometers, which is down from where it was 
at 27 million kilometers in 2006. So it's continuing to shrink. Isn't that good news? Aren't you wonderful? Double news? thumbs up. That's terrifying. Well, everything's going to change. Everything's the climate's going to get all fucked up because of this. Shit's been That's normal. There will be more climate change. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I, I just love. Well, I'm thinking about that. I love how the rebrand, the constant rebranding, is always happening. Like global warming sounded too definitive, so they went for the phrase climate change because. I mean, that is climate change by definition is something that occurs. The climate just changes over time. Yeah, there, there's more there's more going on than just temperatures like there are more severe weather events. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. Those oh, are like right. the two. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting yep, it, but that that is encompassed in the climate. Well, glo- global warming, you lose everybody. The second Texas freezes over like <laughs> when, when that happens, I'm like, you lose 30 million people they're like i don't believe that anymore the end yeah like it's it's insane but the the thing is all i'm trying to say with antarctica is our greatest fears are not above us anymore but in fact they're below us because scientists are oh god scientists Uh, what scientists are stunned and say something huge could be living under the ice in antarctica what? What? Like more ice? Like it's the t- tip of the ice? I don't. I don't get it. I'll continue. It's the turtle. It's the oh. turtle that carries the world. Scientists. Uh, good guess. Excuse me, not scientists. I I misspoke. Stunned scientists have discovered that there may be a large life force spanning millions of square kilometers lurking under Antarctica's icy surface. Josh, what do you think it is? Large life force. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? It's Satan. It's fucking Azazel, man. <laughs> they finally found no, him. <laughs> it's going to be something stupid. If it's spanning hundred, like cl- how many kilometers? Millions of square oh, kilometers. No, no, it's shrimp. Uh, it's oh, fucking it's yeah, it's shrimp. Bob, Bob gets it. It's <laughs> shrimp. It's shrimp. I, I bet it's plankton though. <laughs> or algae. It's algae. I like how long they make 381 it. trillion plankton i like how they how long they make you wait for it because then the photo is of like penguins on like a little sheet of ice what is it? looking down well the article ke- continues to blue ball you it says scientists have found there may be something as big as five million square kilometers the frozen it's definitely a plant the frozen continent is generally thought of as a hostile climate with only the likes of penguins seals and fish being able to survive we still don't know what it is what is it and it says they've observed blooms of photosynthetic algae. Oh, good. No. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> I feel like I had a good chance with the shrimp. That, that was a close no, call. No, shrimp think, was the yeah. right guess. That was You guessed with your heart. <laughs> it it, it I, says I that past that. studies have found shrimp in these habitats. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. We learned all about Antarctica shrimp. There's... 60 shrimp species a year discovered. We found out <laughs> all about all the shrimp we have. Wait, are, are, is algae supposed to be the, you know, theoretical or science fiction cure to the, the whole uh, greenhouse gas thing and does a bunch Depending of... Depending on um, the week, they're sending not really doing anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 but I mean, like, I, no, they're not. But that, that's algae that I'm thinking of, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Where cool. they can burn it as oh, biofuel and it'll be cleaner burning and oh, well, fucking all that. I, I was thinking of it 
specifically for the photosynthesis and releasing oxygen, like it, taking the greenhouse gases out of the environments and bringing oxygen back in. Oh, now that's fucking retarded. I bet they've said that, though. That sounds like exactly like something stupid that they would be like, this theoretically could be the cure for global warming. Well, yeah, I mean, I read it in a comic. It has to be real. So the team that discovered it, um, whose research has been since published in the journal Frontiers in Marine Science, they made this the discovery using data collected from NASA's Earth surveillance satellites. Mm. Are they sure that that algae wasn't just sea lions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or seals? Is that it? Seals. Seals. <laughs> Spot the algae from thirty kilometers. Through ice and water, and we don't know. We don't know what's at the bottom of the ocean, but we're using satellites in space to determine what's under that ocean in Antarctica. They also because say that they they uh, they used on-site ocean floats as well. So that's probably where they actually learned anything of substance because, I mean, let's be honest. Like, they didn't do anything. <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> Dude, they showed you a picture. That cartoon picture of the ozone healing itself is one of the stupidest things. You, you know that that cost like $30 million to get that image. Like the shittiest weather pattern looking image of fucking this therm fake thermal image of the bottom of the world. <laughs> it's so bad. Dude, that's a huge hole that we got we that we're trying to fix. Oh, dude. Look, look you how, big how expensive it was to read that hole with a satellite. They didn't just color some bullshit. They totally read that from a satellite. <laughs> they wish there was a hole. They wish there was a big bat hole that they could leave in. Isn't it crazy how they can get these thermal images of the very South Pole, but they can't get a photo still from Google Earth? Isn't that wild? Holy shit. NASA has an Ozone Hole Watch website. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sweet. Book, bookmarking that. <laughs> hole Watch. <laughs> we, need a, we need a Hole Watch fucking like a really intense segment. Welcome to month. the hoe zone. <laughs> How many thousands of square kilometers are we down this month? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's wow. funny. The fact that they have a page dedicated. Oh, how embarrassing. You know, there has to be some level of embarrassment from these people, right? Like the ones that know. No, they don't care. You don't think so? They're getting a. No, they're it's getting a very a prestigious place to work, job, dude. They get paid more than all of us combined, guaranteed, to pretend to watch a hole in the ozone layer. Isn't that disgusting? It is pretty embarrassing, yeah. If that was your job, would you be embarrassed? I wouldn't. I'd be making bank. Get why they're doing it, but Jesus Christ, it's so stupid. Whoa, whoa, whoa Bob. Does update that, the wait, shittiest graphic ever. Does that go back to the 70s? Yeah, 1979. Oh, go wait, 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 wait. Go. We didn't discover the hole in the ozone layer until after that. But we were recording the hole in the ozone layer well before wait, that. Josh, can you do us a humongous favor? Find out when we discovered the hole in the ozone layer while we give you this Christmas special scientist discovered. So this is in 1999. You can see this, the blue hole, right? And if you go back to 1979... 
do they even know? Did they ever even say the ozone layer before 1979? Like, was ozone layer even a concept yet? For some reason, 1996 and 1995 aren't listed. No, the hole was really bad those years. Don't worry about it. What years did you say? It was just too cold for pictures. 96 and 95, but 1979. Yeah, okay, okay. So from my notes from doing the episode on shit that grows back, in 1974 through 1976 was the research and original paper where they identified the chlorofluorocarbons as a risk to the ozone layer. But then it wasn't until 1985 that they actually discovered the hole in the ozone layer. Wait, go back to some of those old pictures, Bob. Go to like some 1982 pictures. Because uh, 1979 had no holes in it. Yeah, like they, they understood that it, it could potentially happen, oh, but they oh, didn't that's observe they it until the 85. They started the hole in 82. Uh, How's 83 look? Oh, uh, that was 93, uh, 83. Eh, Wait, you still can't see again. it. Mo- I mean, you can kind of see it. Yeah, check 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 eighty five. Yeah, uh, what's eighty five when they for, discover it? End of eighty five. Uh, oh yeah, that's that's pretty big now. I think it's pretty big. Oh, that's just yeah. So okay, there, I'm, except it. I'm just coming to realize like what an o- like what they're trying to describe when they say a hole in like the ozone layer. So it's just like. Oh, there isn't an equal distribution of gases all the way like around the planet and equal layers all around it at every side. It's like, is that necessary? Wait a minute. Is it, ne- is, is so, it necessary? It's it's melting the Antarctic ice caps. Because no. the thing that protects us is no, not the ozone I like layer. that they pretend that they have a camera on a satellite that can see the ozone distribute like the parts per million of ozone that is in the atmosphere at any given time how do you get that from a satellite reading well they're they're doing thermal readings to uh, for gas scattering and stuff probably or i don't know um but uh bob what it it sounds like you're describing is uh with this redistribution of gases in the whatever stratosphere whatever the hell layer of atmosphere it is um, it sounds a lot like a, a changing climate to me, which is an inherently bad thing. So wh- how dare well, you question this? Bob? That, okay, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. So I realize. Wait, what month was you? Are you on right there? Okay, so this is what I just discovered. So if I go to 2009, go to July. Oh, look! At, that's a fucking massive hole there, right? I thought it's seasonal. Go to December though. December was like nothing. Exactly. There's like no hole in December of 2009. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I brought this up. The ozone holes are seasonal. I guess this is what it looks really? like. What? Yeah. What did you just say? Do they say they're seasonal? <laughs> yes. What? That's what why is it seasonal? Wait, okay, hold on. What time frame and why? So th- this is exactly like, so the different like um, gases in the ozone layer are being affected by the temperature, which is affecting their density and they, their density will change at different rates according to the temperature. And so like they're moving around in different patterns because of the, the temperature difference. Like this is so easily explained. Like what the fuck are they talking about? Bob, look at the second and the third, like they closed almost fully in one day. 
And then they're <laughs> talking about these like, oh, it's 10% less. In 50 years, it could be closed. In 50 years, how about you just wait for December 3rd and then it'll be closed again? What are you talking about? So it's 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 kind of hard to it's kind of hard to get all this stratosphere data with our satellites and whatnot. There there might be some, you know, uncertainties involved in these measurements, but at least at least we have a consistent centuries-old uh, process, very reliable process to measure global temperatures and the fact that we're uh, 1.5 yeah. degrees warmer oh. uh, against the Paris Accords. Can you go to De- oh, can you go to December of 2020? Real quick, I just want to see. So wait, when they're claiming it's closing, it's way worse than it was 10 years ago by their own dumb graph. <laughs> go to December of 2022. So it's not that seasonal. It's way bigger now and they say it's closing. What are they? They aren't basing about? this on anything. They just say things. Do you not see this? This took us five seconds of making fun <laughs> of their site to find out that the ozone hole is way worse than it's ever been if we believe their satellite imagery. <laughs> yeah, article after article about how it's closing up. Maybe that's why it's so cold this winter. But also, it's just, it's meaningless. Like, this doesn't mean anything. In my yeah, opinion. the, the was data peak that, hole opening. Okay. okay, let's pretend the satellite's there. It's real and it's collecting this data, but the data it's giving us is fucking nonsense. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bob, go to 1988, like peak hole opening, like most hairspray possible okay. in America. December of '88. Maximum. Nothing. <laughs> There's no. There's nothing. So, so, so. Uh, that's when they I, were I'm like listening. peak hole. <laughs> There will be a link in the show notes, but whatever you're imagining right now, just imagine blue for the hole, green for the earth. Whatever you're imagining right now is higher fidelity and more sophisticated than what we're looking at right now. Dude, this is hilarious. This is supposed to be the hole watch, and they don't even have a hole when they were scaring the shit out of everybody. What was... uh? Oh, now there's red. What's that? Can you go this back is to- August of 88. Can you go to 2006? August of 88 is brutal. It's 2006. What, what month? Uh, sh- October. They, Giant hole. Yeah, because they were saying it was better now than it was in 2006. Oh. Oh, oh so, okay, they used the worst years in. Yeah, exactly. Reference. This is the worst looking one we've seen yet in 2006. Oh, my God. Duke, Did, I'm like, so sorry that they do this to your territory. <laughs> Does anyone have any faith in any of the shit that they do? It's <laughs> fucking so dumb. Now, now do now do December of two thousand six real quick. What is this, guys? Is this NASA whole wa- like ozone hole watch? Is that what, <laughs> is that what this was called? Ozone watch. NASA ozone watch. Yeah. You guys have to go play around with this site. It's so stupid. Look how much. <laughs> look how much better oh, yeah. it is right here. Just it's already just way better. <laughs> On the 22nd, it's perfect. On the 1st, it's fucking apocalyptic. <laughs> Three weeks <Right>. later, 100% <laughs> closed. All right. Uh, well, that's How do they... Newfound faith in science. I think we should, <laughs> we should wrap up with our favorite well, with bit. With a Christmas tradition. You need to know what science discovered, you need to know today. Whether it's space or bones uncovered, it's definitely fake and gay.
a huge 460-foot-wide Christmas asteroid. We'll skim past the Earth this week, coming within 420,000 miles of our planet. Here's how you can see it. (laughs) So this is technically... Is that is that near? Is that far? I have no idea how far four hundred twenty thousand miles is. <laughs> it sounds yeah, dangerously close to me. It's farther but... than the moon. So yeah. almost twice as far as the moon. Not quite. Well, uh, th- th- this is just our Christmas tradition, by the way. That uh, it's not Christmas unless science is telling you that you're going to be wiped out, and there's nothing that you can do about it. Can, Experts can say. Can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. How do, how do they say that you can see it? Because you wouldn't be able to see it unless it's backlit by the moon, which it's past the moon, so it can't even be backlit by the moon. So how do they say well, you can uh, see it in all caps? This article is sponsored by a brand of telescope. Gotta is buy it seriously? Science. I don't know. I'm making up shit, but that'd be funny. Oh, <laughs> Don't get my hopes up like that. Oh, they're going to say... Tra- do they say go to the ESA site, the European okay. Space Agency site? Hold on. Wait, where does it say that? Use the hashtag ESA Christmas Asteroid on social media to share your results, which we will share on our ESA operations channel. Yeah, they actually asked a bunch of people to like look at it because they don't know anything about it. It's particularly what do they mean look at it? How? For scientists because it isn't well known. Experts it's a don't rock. know. Hold on, hold on. They don't know what it's made of, precisely how big it is, or um, uh, it, which axis it's spinning on. Wait, so, wait, wait. They're, they're admitting that they okay. They're admitting they can't tell that from uh, what we're calling now a close distance for astral bodies. Guys, wait. Just fucking think with your brains for two seconds. The moon appears about dime shaped, okay, in the sky, and that is six thousand miles across. Yeah, they want us to find. Well, no, a hold on. They want you to find an object that is twice as far away. That is about the size of four four hundred sixty feet. A skyscraper, a small skyscraper, a (laughs) twenty-three story skyscraper. That's that's barely. That's I wouldn't call it a scraper. So a twenty-three story building. With no external lights, made of not light, it's not made of light, traveling at unknown speeds that's not orbiting our Earth, it's just an object hurtling through space at godly speed, ungodly speeds at a half a million miles away. There is no telescope that can see that. Okay, Bob, uh, I sent you a link in if show you watch clips. This, uh... Sorry, Josh. Uh, Bob, I sent you a link in show clips. Uh, oh, my God. It's with the hashtag. <laughs> oh my god Wait, so people are Thank posting so it's a it? tiny it's a they're tiny claiming that's speck. it yeah they're claiming that they're is claiming it. that's Yo! it i love there's it there's no way somebody is claiming can you go back to the video play it again i i couldn't quite yeah. see it it's coming across god, here, see this light it with my mouse it's going from top left to bottom right oh. guys so uh, they're recommending home, they're Just, recommending home telescopes. They said telescopes stop, of stop. I think, eleven inch diameter. Stop wait, the wait, video wait. for one second, yeah. Bob. Yeah. Do you? Does anybody really believe that that is an object from that distance reflecting light? Why is it shining? 
okay, at nighttime. It's not getting the light from the sun, and it's glowing like a fucking Christmas light flying through the air that they this guy just happened to be able to pick up. Well, it could be getting hit by the sun. Like, we could see a yeah, face yeah. of it that is being hit by the sun. Like, that is a possibility. I, I want to say it's um, 460 feet wide. Yeah, it, I think it's way too small. And way too far from a half a million miles. That's ridiculous. Before we move on from this video, I want to point out real quick uh, the video that you're talking about is uploaded by a guy named Gerard Roof, who has had an account since 2012, but has only tweeted three times, and they're all about this video this month. I thought Elon Musk got rid of all the bots. Oh, that's weird. So he just happened to wake up 10 years after creating his Twitter account and was like, this is what I'm finally using it for, is to promote the ESA Christmas asteroid hashtag. Guys, this is... If you watch these, video, if you watch these videos, they're, they're lower quality <laughs> than a 1950s movie special effects to show what's going on in space. Just, just to give it a reference for like kind of what, what they're trying to accomplish here. Can you guys see where it is on this one? Because it follows, yeah. Oh, Aaron, yeah, yeah. Aaron, describe what this video is. Oh, okay, God. there's a completely gray black background. Okay, like you're watching a black and white movie, which they all have been so far. Just, it's just black, and it's just black spots that are supposed to be the stars. I'm guessing, and then a tiny black dot moving down to the bottom of the screen. This looks like when you're looking at my, like microorganisms under a microscope. That's what this looks like. It doesn't even look like that. It looks. I don't. I, There's another right. one that looks even weirder. If you, um, your results are okay. Yeah, that one, Bob. The one that looks like crosshairs. Like what the? F- <laughs> like uh, I mean, right? Spot the seals, guys. <laughs> so hold, hold on. I was trying to to read this to help amateur and professional astronomers spot the Christmas asteroid. <laughs> TM. Uh, ESA have a toolkit that is <laughs> available. All for free. It allows people to visualize the space rock's orbit and its December 15th flyby, including when it will go visible. We missed it. So it allows people to visualize the space. What the fuck does that even mean? Allowing people to visualize. To pretend that it's there. It allows you to imagine it that they're correct about this. Bob, let me introduce this cool thing called computer-generated images. Very (laughs) innovative in the field of uh, space science these days. Yeah. So, okay. Bob, do you think that you could see a 747 from 100 miles away? Uh, I don't know. 100 miles? Yeah. Uh, how how many miles is uh do they normally fly at? I don't know. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. They're like 5 miles up, 6 miles oh, okay. up, you know. Yeah, probably not. So, this asteroid is the is the same size as two seven forty sevens back to back. Like, if you just lined up two, it's two seven forty sevens together. Now, could you see a seven forty seven, uh two hundred and thirty thousand miles away, two hundred sixty thousand miles away? A- absolutely not. Could you see a 737 from 260,000 miles with a telescope? Even if the sun was shining on it. Um, I don't know. I, 
I, I honestly don't know enough about Zero chance that you yeah. can say. I, do, do you know what the Zoom required to see that would be? It's insane. It's not happening. And then they're saying that there's now only, not only is it not a 747 with a reflective surface with sunlight, it's a fucking rock going the speed of a micrometeorite. So what, 200 times the speed of sound? And you're tracking that with your homemade telescope and you see it? From half a million miles? Are you fucking kidding me? These people are retarded that believe this. What I find more interesting is that, okay, first of all, this is an observable phenomena, but everything they're describing it to be is, I'm throwing that in the trash. What I did find interesting on this hashtag was um, <clears throat> someone named <laughs> Kink45999 took two different photos, and you know what it reminds me of? Uh, Aaron is do you remember those videos we saw where it's like the spaceship goes up in the sky and then like creates like almost like this wave looking thing around it yeah so there's two photos that's one of them Bob that's one of them what and he's saying that's a photo of the asteroid and 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 this and this one that's not a photo of the asteroid though what is that I don't know, but they tagged it in the fucking the hashtag. They're like, oh, yeah, we, we happen to see this at this time. So I don't know what it's clearly fake, whatever it is like. That's it's fake or it's not the asteroid. There's no reason it would be leaving a trail that's the size of the sky. Well, what I'm saying is I don't think it's an asteroid. What I was saying is that it's an observable phenomena that happens but it's not a stupid asteroid that's hanging out once every Christmas. You know what I mean? I don't even believe him on this. I just think this guy just put an arrow sign in the sky and do the other picture, Bob. Cause the other one doesn't look, it looks like an arrow made out of smoke. You said it's like a, a, a common phenomenon or known phenomenon that when they do rocket launches, that will make wakes like that. Yeah. Weird. So what I was saying was, um, I don't know. It could just be a, a test. It could just be some military shit. But it's interesting that at least they witness this asteroid every year. What, what, whether or not it's an asteroid, I don't know. But. No, it's not this the same one. It's not the same one every year. It's a completely different Christmas This one they have no idea about. Shows up. This is what, yeah. Yeah, you didn't know this, Kevin? You, didn't, you thought this was the same Christmas asteroid? Oh, so it's a different Christmas asteroid every time. It's a different one every, every year. Every time. <laughs> what are the chances that uh, there, it's, it's an asteroid like, misses us by this much, just by a smidge every year on Christmas? It's just, it's almost, it's unbelievable, but it happened. <laughs> it is unbelievable, but I guarantee you it happened. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. that's, that's so dumb. Never mind. <laughs> It's yep. So stupid. Merry I, Christmas, everybody. I, I we survived was, the doomsday asteroid again. I thought it was the same asteroid every time. <laughs> That's just in orbit, like with us. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I hate so. Uh, Bob, Bob, thanks for bringing it to my attention that this year's Christmas asteroid might not be real. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go return that telescope I bought for my nephew. Tell him to give up his <laughs> hopes and dreams of working for NASA. I guess he might be able to get a job as a, I don't know, welder someday. His parents will be so disappointed. That's too good for him. Tell him to work at, like, McDonald's or something. <laughs> and actually help people. You know what's insane? 
is how did we all get convinced that every time there's a light moving really slow in the sky is the satellite when they don't have external lights on them? Well, again, because there could be like sun hitting it, right? But it's a refrigerator from 200 miles away. Well, it's the size of a refrigerator from 200 miles. If it's all a little bit of sunlight is not reflecting enough. No, it's it's, not enough. There's no way. Waves. It's just got to be another plane that you're not like looking at. Like, there's no way that that's a fucking satellite. Whatever it is, it's not a refrigerator just with some sunlight reflecting on it from 200 miles. There's no chance. Oh, uh, that that's another argument to be had. But what I'm saying is that <laughs> they just want you to fear the Christian holiday. That's that's all they want you to do. <laughs> Typical. Yeah, don't yeah, hear about any right. Hanukkah asteroid. Yeah, there's never a... No Hanukkah asteroids. Real convenient. Longer holiday. I don't know. I, th- I feel like that's prime real estate for marketing some victimhood. Actually, 15, the December 15th might have literally been in the middle of Hanukkah. <laughs> no, I think Hanukkah started they yesterday. They still don't. They don't still don't market it as a It was Hanukkah December like asteroid. 15th that it was visible. Oh, okay, because I was going to say, Hanukkah started yesterday. When did this happen? Uh, yeah, December 15th. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they got lucky. We survived one more year, gentlemen. Merry Christmas. Well, I swear, I promise you, Christmas 2023, we're all dead. <laughs> and ain't missing us next year. That, that's, that's an official Oklahoma prediction. We'll, we'll have to start a betting pool on how close the next one's going to be. How about that? <laughs> yeah, it's like counting the jelly beans. You gotta guess how many miles away. You already know it's coming, so you got now. You gotta guess. A- and will it be Statue of Liberty sized, Empire State Building sized, or skyscraper sized? <laughs> it's one of those three. Really? I yeah, I'm down for this. 100%. I'm going with uh, sixty nine thousand miles, three hundred and thirty three thousand miles size. away, and it's uh, the size of the Empire State Building. That's my guess for next Christmas. <laughs> No, no, they're they're going to fall off the four hundred twenty thousand miles with sixty nine thousand miles. So that, that's that's pretty set in stone. Uh, it's it's that's the size. I close. think it's going to be about our state building size. Five million square kilometers, algae asteroid. They hit us with the doozy <laughs> with the four hundred twenty thousand. <laughs> it's like okay, that's a tell. So I, Josh, we'll we'll accept six hundred ninety thousand because they're not going to let it get as close to sixty nine thousand, or then you might actually be able to well, see it. That's just because we successfully have asteroid uh, deflecting technology now, or asteroid redirecting oh, technology that's now. That's true. All right. I think that's God the show. Well, Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. You've got mail. What don't fuck? tell me you don't like my show. Also, I respect your opinion and whatever else you said about me.